Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Holmes, Watson, Rihanna, we're turning on the lights. We're ready to go. The lights will be bright tonight, 8.20 p.m. Eastern, from a less than raucous Arrowhead Stadium, 17,000 in the house. Welcome back to the NFL, and welcome back to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests join us on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. That includes Chris Berman with his thoughts, the face of ESPN and the face of the NFL on ESPN. Boom will be with us in less than one hour. He'll be with us at nine Eastern keys, old partner, gentlemen, it's football. It's back. Some said we wouldn't be here. The NFL said they never had a doubt. They had the draft. They had free agency. They canceled the mini camps, rookie camps, OTAs, preseason. Who cares? The regular season starts key exactly when they wanted it. Kickoff. Boom. <laughs> right in there. Let's Arrowhead. go. It's, 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 it's going to be exciting. I got to figure out where I'm going to watch it because I got to watch the Lakers as well. So I'm still kind of navigating through that. But I, I can't wait to see these two quarterbacks battle tonight in Arrowhead. Be a little bit different. Uh, you know, capacity will be probably 17,000 or so. Yep. And Arrowhead's usually packed to the rim. Mm-hmm. Barbecue flowing the whole deal. So that'll be a little bit different. I, I know that. The, the network uh, will probably do a terrific job in terms of how they show the game and all the virtual things that are probably going, much like the NBA. But on the field, you've got to be excited to see what Watson's able to do, not having DeAndre Hopkins, but also what Patrick Mahomes is able to do, having everybody back. In, in fact, even adding in uh, Claire um, Edwards from LSU, the new running back. So when you look at that, you got to think that Kansas City is going to be one of these teams that's going to be around to the end. Mm. Change is inevitable. I know it's COVID. I know only 17,000 people will be there. I do not care. This is the most normal I felt in a long time with all these sports that are happening right now. If there's anything that could take my mind off what the hell is happening in the world, it would be tonight. NBA, the Lakers are playing tonight. We have a, a big-time football game between the two highest-paid quarterbacks there is in the NFL. ML, MLS is on tonight. WNBA games are on tonight. U.S. Open is on tonight. NHL playoffs are on tonight. What else do you need? Sit in front of your couch and join us. And, and Houston has, I mean, obviously it's different circumstances, but Houston's gone into Kansas City and won before. Last year during a regular season, I think it was week six, seven, they went in there and knocked off. KC. Now it didn't, yeah. it didn't happen in the postseason, even though they were up 24 donut, they wind up letting them uh, go back, come back and put 51 on them. And this is, that was one of the main reasons that Romeo Cornell had to step down as a defensive coordinator who, you know, long time DC pretty good. But when you get 51 hung on you, it's like, yeah, we got to go in another direction. So the Texans, We'll have a new defensive coordinator calling the defensive for them tonight. That's 41 unanswered. Key's referencing the 51-31 win 250 mm. days ago. And if you don't think that's stuck in the Texans' crawl coming into tonight, that's all the motivation they need. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. I want to mention the line on tonight's game, according to Caesars' William Hill, is the Chiefs minus nine. And on that tip, Ooh. we are going to have some gambling analysis coming up at 8.30 Eastern. I'm tuning in for that. So whatever notes. game you're hot on, whatever one, Jay's obviously hot on a ton. By the way, the birthday boy, happy birthday. Thank you. Whatever Thank you. game you're hot on, hit us up. 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. And our gambling analyst, Joe Fortenbaugh, will be here at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. You tell him the game. You give him the line. And hopefully, he'll win you some money. 
We will have that again coming up in about 26 minutes. So get on the phone, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Let's go from A to Z. And let's begin in the NBA. Jay, the Raptors and the Celtics, baby. Game seven tomorrow night after the Raptors win in double OT last night. Kyle Lowry with a dagger last night. No doubt he is the heart and soul of this Raptor team. Uh, a turn away, a fadeaway over the right shoulder to seal the deal for Raptors in double overtime. Norman Powell hit a couple of huge free throws again. Game seven Friday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Kawhi and the Clips are one win away from the franchise's first ever trip to the Western Conference yeah. Finals. <laughs> Keys waiting for the Lakers to meet, and that means Kawhi and LeBron. Are we going to get fired up for that? Yes. Or what? Yes, the Terminator versus the King. Very small note I should mention after the game. It's not a huge deal. Michael Porter Jr., who went scoreless in the second half, kind of called out Nuggets coach Mike Malone saying, you know, you might want to draw up some plays for people other than Jokic or Jamal Murray. We got some other guy. He's a young kid, but come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah, I, I don't like the timing, but I do ultimately like the swag. I do. I saw it on SportsCenter last night. He was sitting there with his backpack at the podium. <laughs> Just like a young kid. You got to remember how young this dude really is. Hey, man. Dude want the damn ball. He want to contribute. <laughs> Saying he ain't lying, though. Yeah, he, he, ain't wants lying. To, he wants to contribute. Why is it a problem? Uh, speaking of problem, Key, the NBA is probing a potential problem, a bubble Uh-oh. violation by the Rockets' Daniel House, according to Woj and Tim McMahon, who's all over the Rockets' beat for ESPN. His status for the remainder of the Western Conference semis in jeopardy. They're not saying exactly what it is. Uh, he did miss game three of the series due to personal reasons. Oh, the man went to get some Chick-fil-A, man. Leave the dude alone. <laughs> uh, you know, they like chicken in the bubble. Lou Williams got to get some chicken. He you did know. get some wings. Get some wings. Magic City in the yep. house. He is listed as out for game four tonight against the Lakers. Team and league officials, on a serious note, have declined to specify the nature of the violation. We'll see what happens with that. Now, what happened yesterday on NFL Live? He's... He's working it on both ends. He's with us in the morning, and sometimes he makes his way out to our old campus in Bristol. Yeah, you work, know. Yeah, to work on NFL Live. Doing so, what they asked me to do. <laughs> so yesterday he was on with Dan Orlovsky. He spent a dozen years in the NFL as a quarterback, Marcus well. Beard. <laughs> stop, stop. He's not here to defend himself. I didn't say anything. I know, I but started, I know where you're about to go. I just started laughing. <laughs> you can't help yourself. I'm going to see him later on today. I'll be back at, on NFL Live today. Good. So yesterday, we'll see you today. Yesterday, Orlovsky, my man Key, and Marcus Spears were on there. And uh, somebody tried to throw out the notion, Dan did, that the Eagles had better personnel, especially at the skill position, than the Cowboys, and then this erupted. Why do you think they're a better team? Because of Carson Wentz. Is there de- who's got the better defense, the Eagles or the Cowboys? The Eagles for right now, but it ain't. It ain't. We ain't talking about a, a big degree of a, a big degree of separation defensively. It ain't like they, they ain't give up a lot of points either. As matter of fact, we were thinking about bringing cornerbacks out of junior college to come play in in Philadelphia last year. They also they also get went and got one of the best corners in football in Slay Hargrave is going to make that defensive line dominant. Both offensive lines have it, or they, health they, who, issues, who and I think better, the quarterbacks better. Who got the better roster? The Cowboys. I think the Eagles have a better top-to-bottom roster. Key, you were in the middle of that thing. I just kind of... I'm taking Dan, a knee Dan, right now. Dan, no, I'm Dan, taking a knee. Dan lost me, though. You know, Dan, Dan started talking about the receivers were better than the, the Cowboy receivers. And I'm like, what? Like, it didn't even make sense to even go back and forth. I and mean, that's why I just kind of 
said what I said and let Marcus kind of handle my lightweight, you know, because at the end, they're not better. I understand this, this, you, you like Carson Wentz. You think he's a great quarterback. I get it. Everybody has something different and you like something different. But when you look at the Cowboys, Mike McCarthy has a Super Bowl ring too. He said that the coaching staff was better. And I'm sitting, I'm like, how could the coaching staff be better? They both got rings. One guy, one guy has been out of the game for a year. He decided that he was trying to get a job. It didn't happen. Now he's the Cowboy coach. You look at Carson Wentz at quarterback. If he can stay healthy, he might wind up being something special. But health has been an issue. You look at the receivers, Alshon Jeffries, whatever. Deshaun Jackson, best days are behind him. Still explosive, but his best days are behind him. Then Greg Ward is a young guy who's learning how to play the position that played quarterback, and when he needed to play last year for the Eagles, he did okay. But there's no comparison to C.D. Lamb, Gallup, and Amari Cooper. That does, it just doesn't even sound right. Like I was telling Jay, I was like, that's like saying to me, Shaquille O'Neal and Greg Oden. And Greg is as, as good as Shaquille. I'm like, stop. It's just, it's just stop. A couple all. things. You don't have to make the stinky face towards me. I ain't the one that said no, it. I'm just, it. I know. I can just tell. The fact, get that, I even sit, the fact that I got to sit up here and even have this conversation is like crazy. I, I would give Dio Dan Orlovsky. Oh, thing. stop. I, I, I do think to a slight degree that the defense is better for the Eagles, but that's slight. I don't think the personnel from top to bottom is better. I would agree with you on the Cowboys. I just really pray. Well, let me ask you a question, though. I, Who's the running back in Philly? That's a great question. I know the running back in Dallas. Miles Sanders right now, right? So you rather have Miles Sanders, Sanders or, that's, or no, you rather have Zeke? I'm just answering your question. I'm just, I don't know, but it, it, wasn't, it wasn't meant for you to answer it, yeah. Zubin. <laughs> Zubin's so analytical. This goes right there. But it's like, okay, the offensive line. I'd rather have Dallas's offensive line. They both have some issues, but I'd rather have Dallas's offensive line. Linebackers? I certainly would rather have the young core up in Dallas. I mean, it's like Dan just... Can I, can I just say... Kicker, I want Zerline. Greg the leg. Greg the can leg. I just say that I <laughs> I pray that the Eagles, <laughs> just because I want to see your reaction, the Eagles find some way to win that division, and you have to go back on NFL Live with Dan. If they win... If they, if they, I'm just saying. If they win, they win. Okay. We talking about right, right now, now, today. All right. If All they right. win, they win, right? I, I mean, that's... That's the way I look at it. Just a reminder. He mentioned Jalen Rigger. He mentioned Jalen Rigger. Man, Jalen Rigger ain't even caught a pass in NFL yet. Like, stop. <laughs> Young kid out of TCU. They really like him, but we'll that, see. That, that's cool. I like him too. <laughs> okay. Right? Okay. But he's yet to catch a he's pass. A we'll see. We'll see. Speaking of win, we'd like to have you win some money. Gambling, Chiefs minus nine tonight. Kansas City minus nine tonight, I should say. In 20 minutes, we're going to talk to Daily Wager. That's our daily gambling show here on ESPN. Joe Fortenbaugh, and he will essentially try to win you some money. Call up, give us the two teams, the matchup you're watching, give us the line, and then Joe will say where you should go. Favorite, underdog, over, under, whatever you want. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Again, Joe Fortenball with some gambling advice coming up at 8.30 Eastern. So get on the line now. Get in first. I need it, Zubin. You need it? I mean, Seahawks-Falcons, Seahawks minus 1.5. I, I need that. So Atlanta the game? and like, Seattle. The game's in, in Atlanta. Yep. Seattle Jets and Atlanta. Bill, yep. All right. Like what, Bears, Lions. Yep. Chicago, Detroit. Detroit, actually, minus three in, in Detroit. 
So we Packers, got a lot of Vikings. Those. Yep. That one's in Minnesota. Minnesota, Minnesota minus Minnesota. 2.5. Mm-hmm. They're saying a lot of close games here, a lot of close spreads. All right. So hit us up again. 888-ESPN and our gambling expert in about 18 minutes will tell you where to lay that dough. It is time to crown if some you division. Can't beat them, crown. 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 That's why we took the damn field. This is crown. If you want to crown them, then crown them. With Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. They are who we thought they were. That was aggressive. That was the late Dennis <laughs> wow. Green. The late uh, Dennis Green. I'm sure many met remember that yeah. after that Monday yeah, night absolutely. game. Absolutely. They had Chicago to... on the ropes. Until they yeah. let him off the hook. Until they, so they did the not. Hook. All right. So we'll go through all the divisions. Let's start in the NFC East since Key was refereeing that match between Dan Orlovsky and Marcus Spears. It felt like Spears TKO from what, <laughs> from what Key was thinking. Let's get all your division winners. Let's start in the East. The NFC East. Your winner in 2020 will be? The Dallas Cowboys. Uh, you know, Dallas, obviously, a lot of weapons on the offensive side. Mike Nolan takes over the defense for Chris Rashard. Chris Rashard did a terrific job, but I put more trust in Mike Nolan who resume speaks for itself as a D.C. in this league. I want to pick Dallas, too. Uh, that seems like the reasonable pick. I actually think they can get to the Super Bowl this year and potentially get the bigger job done. You mentioned Green Bay will open at Minnesota Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern. Who mm. wins the NFC North key? I, I like Minnesota. I like Minnesota in this situation. I know they lose Kevin uh, Stefanski. The offensive coordinator goes to Cleveland as the head coach. But when you look at this team as a whole, Stephon Diggs moves on. They get Justin Jefferson in the draft in the first round from LSU to replace him. Dalvin Cook on the offensive side. They've got some pass rush help getting Yannick. How do you say it? Yannick and Yannick. 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 I'm going to leave it at that. Getting Yannick over from Jacksonville. The back end of the secondary will be the question mark. But Mike Hughes is back in the lineup now. And I think that young talent that he has will show if he can stay healthy. Mike Zim is a hell of a football coach. Gary Kubiak takes over the offensive play calling duties. Another brain trust that was a former head coach, knows what to do. I like Minnesota in the North. New coach of the Green Bay Packers. I know a lot of people thought that they they overachieved last year, uh, the the margins. And Keyshawn is saying yes. But I I think everybody discounting Aaron Rodgers, I'm going to go with the Green Bay Packers this year. So just to reiterate, Yannick Ngakwe. It is U.S. Y- Open Yannick Week. Yannick Ngakwe. So we can go Yannick Noah. It is U.S. Open Week yes. as well. So get the tennis in there. <laughs> Only just, I'm just going to start calling him Y. <laughs> yeah, that's big, what I'll be big, doing. Big Y. I make up nicknames yeah, for everybody. Big go Y. Ahead. Big we're, Y got the sack. We're all doing more with less, so just go with the one letter. <laughs> in the NFC South, now this is a real interesting division key. It is. It is. When you look at it, Teddy Bridgewater leaves New Orleans, takes over Cam Newton down at Carolina. Uh, a, a late surge, a better team in Atlanta based on their changes on the staff. Then obviously the the sexy pick for everybody right now is Tommy Brady in his Tommy. cast of characters down in Tampa Bay. But my pick now, go ahead and is talk the about New Orleans. Cousin. No, my nephew. But my pick is the New Orleans Saints. You never go against blood. Blood is always thicker you. than water. Well, blood is pretty you know, good. You know, pretty and damn at, good, and by at the way. end of the day, as I like to say, uh, I think New Orleans has something special. They They get Kamara. If I said it right, is it Camara? Camara. These names, Camara. Um, just call him. This a, is your or job. Just call him K or whatever. No, he changed it. Everybody was calling him Kamara, and he said, "No, my name is Camara." He messed that up. But I think Drew Brees, Camara, my nephew Michael Thomas, what they have from an offensive standpoint, they bring in Sanders from the San Francisco 49ers. This offense will be explosive, and their defense is solid and sound. And I think they know how to win in the NFC. Now they just got to finish the deal to get to the Super Bowl, and I think that they will. 
Bruce Arians, Tom Brady together. I still think not having OTAs, not having preseason, I think it's going to be a lot for them to actually make up a lot of ground quickly. I think there has to be familiarity. So I will agree with Keyshawn. I will go with New Orleans Saints. Hey, Kamara, Kamara, Kamara. Kamara. He's been in the league all this time. and he's uh, That ain't my name. My name is Kamara. Just call him AK. How do you go your whole life, be that good, and people don't exactly know what your name is? Let's just call him AK. Hey, I, changed my name. Your I changed my name. That's true. Okay. That is true. There you By go. the way, Saints, last three years, just real quick. Loss in the uh, Minneapolis Miracle. We don't have to remind then people. Then they how. lose the NFC title game fiasco uh. with the pass interference. And then last year, they lose to the Vikings in their first playoff game. So three devastating years to end the season. We'll see if maybe an uptick is on the way. In the NFC West. Ooh. Tough division. Uh, you know, San Francisco 49ers obviously came out of there last year to go to the Super Bowl. Arizona's there, won some games, not quite ready. The Rams are going to take a step back because it's just a lot going on. Change of staff on the defensive side of the ball. No way Phillips, uh, you know, offensively, no Gurley. They've got to try to figure things out with Sean McVay. Seattle. Seattle is an interesting pick for me. And, and the reason is, is I think last year for them, they were just trying to get a feel for each other again. The Legion of Boom is sort of kind of backed by getting Jamal Adams over from the Jets in the trade. Makes them very, uh, just a very good defense again. Bobby Wagner leading the front there. You, you got to think Pete Carroll will have some success. San Francisco will still be right there. They're going to be right there, and it's going to end in a tiebreaker with Seattle winning. I just oh, want wow. you to put some respect on Arizona's name. You always keep calling Kyle Murray cute. Well, when he All runs the time, around, and like now, now he has a big-time target in DeAndre Hopkins. They're going to win some games. They're going to win some more games. Man, I just want you to put some respect man. on Cliff Kingsbury's Nobody. name. That's all, just a little bit. With that being said, I'm taking Seattle. Let's go to the AFC. Let's start in the East. The Pats have won it 11 straight years. Will it be a dozen? Yeah, I, I think so. I think Cam Newton, and a lot of people think that because players have opted out and, and Tom Brady's gone, that all of a sudden the Patriots are going to fall flat on their face. Well, the dude with the short sleeves, the cutoff sleeves, is still on the sideline, and that's Bill Belichick. And I'm not going to put anything past him until it's over. Every single year, we come into the season saying, ah, they're not the same, they're not the same. And then they wind up being in the Super Bowl or the damn AFC Championship game. So I'm going to wait. I have to buy right now. I would take the Patriots, but I also put the Bills on layaway. The Bills are coming. Layaway. He copyrighted that yesterday. All right. No, he didn't copyright anything. <laughs> I don't think I don't think he knows what layaway is. We got to explain it. Put something him. on layaway. Absolutely, where you put it away, you put a little money down, they hold it for you, and you get it eventually. <laughs> Come on, bro. what do you think I am? Come on, <laughs> I don't know. Z. I don't know. Z. <laughs> I didn't, even know, I didn't even know Lailway was still around. I think you can still do it. You can still do it. Oh, but nobody's going into stores anymore. <laughs> can't really you can do All right, let's move Jeff Bezos bring it to your front door. Okay, AFC South. The Can Texans, you just pick them for the sake of time? The Texans no, the have Texans. The four out of the last five years are five out of six. And I think the Texans will win it again with Deshaun Watson. I think he'll he'll get it get it going, and, and Tennessee will be right there. I don't believe in Indianapolis, and obviously the Jaguars are the Jaguars. <laughs> I'm going Houston. So they agree. AFC North was won last year, of course, by the breakout star Lamar Jackson. Does he do it again? This is going to be interesting because Pittsburgh is getting their guy and Ben Roethlisberger back. I think Kevin Stefanski going to Cleveland will make it interesting. Cleveland was close in games last year. They just Things got away from them. Baker Mayfield will be settled down. Landry's there. He's got toys. He's got OBJ, Kareem Hunt, Chubb, you know, Garrett on the defensive side. With all that being said, though, Lamar Jackson will win it. 
I'm actually going to go with the Cleveland Browns here. Whoa, okay. I'm going to go with the Browns. I think this is the year they actually get some things done. I think this is a breakout year for Baker Mayfield. Obviously, the you know, OC Kevin Stefanski for Minnesota before had very similar pieces when he was doing that, very similar pieces to what he has right now in Cleveland. Lastly, this has got to be the easiest one, I think, AFC West. Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. 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 It's not, yeah. yeah, not a question. Yeah, Chiefs. Even though Key likes some players on the Raiders team, though. I like. I do like some oh, players yeah. on the Raiders team. I like some players on Denver team. But Denver Waller, losing Von Miller is that hurts him. That's going to crush him a little bit. Yeah, lost him yesterday, likely for the year. Just a reminder: we want to talk NFL gambling with you. You pick the game on the slate of sixteen, whether it's tonight, the thirteen games we got on Sunday, a couple games Monday on ESPN. You tell us the game. Call us up eight 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 say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. You give us the line, the spread, and our Joe Fortenbaugh from ESPN Daily Wager, our daily gambling show, will tell you where to drop your money. That's next. Again, eight 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 say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six to get on the line and make some money. But have you ridden an electric e bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Let's go straight to the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. Again, for our listeners or viewers, if you're watching us this morning on Jay's 39th birthday and you want to make a little money, hit us up. 888-SAY-ESPN. Let's make some money out here. Let's get this money as my boy from winner, my boys from winner, Jersey Winner, 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 winner. And the winner is given to you by Joe Fortenbaugh. He's a part of Daily Wager, ESPN's Daily Gambling Show. Also involved in a great digital show called Bet, and you can hear him Saturday on Game Day Radio right here Ooh. on ESPN Radio. He's doing a ton. Uh, before we get to the callers, Joe, welcome inside. Uh, Key is a little tongue-in-cheek question for you. Yeah, man, you I want to I bet... $18.25 on the first missed field goal. Can you help me? <laughs> well, number one, happy holidays, boys. It's great to have the NFL back. And that right there is a perfect question because we've gone through how many months without sports, how many months wondering whether or not we were going to get the NFL back. And on day one, the first betting question on this very program is a missed field goal for $18.25. I absolutely love it. I wouldn't do it tonight. Harrison Butker for the Kansas City Chiefs is one of the best in the business. But if you want one, I would A, look to a game with weather, or B, look to a new stadium. 
Sunday night, Cowboys and Rams. Mm. If you're looking for a missed field goal, Ooh. that would be the game where I'd place that $18.25. Mm. Joe, after looking at Key's contracts over the course of his career, I think he can bet more than eighteen twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Start small and work your way up. From now until the end of the season, let's turn that $18.25 into $18,250. How's that sound? Like Joe. Let's push, some, let's push some good betting the habits. Win. There is one guy in the set that would bet eighteen twenty-five. That would be me, $18.25. <laughs> you can hit us up, 888-ESPN. You can go over under. You can go spread any number you want. Let's get right to it. Brandon in Maryland, you're on ESPN Radio. Fire away with Joe. Uh, good morning, guys. Hey, I was just wondering about the uh, over-under for tonight's game. Tonight's Who game, like? all right. So this is a big one here. We're sitting around 54 points between Houston and Kansas City. I don't know anyone on earth who's going to walk into the first football game of the year and bet the under between these two teams, especially after what we saw last year in the AFC Divisional Round. Houston jumps out to a 24 nothing lead. Kansas City erases it within 10 minutes. My concern tonight for Kansas City's defense, they have no crowd noise to try to gum up the works when it comes to Deshaun Watson and the Houston offense when they're at the line of scrimmage. It'll be easier to communicate for that offense. So personally, I think the number's too high. I'm not going to get involved one way or another, but you can't bet the under when it comes to these two teams. Kansas City can strike early and they can strike often. Me personally, it's a stay away, but I think the over would be the play if you wanted to get involved. There was 82. The number last year is 51-31. Kayvon is in North Carolina. Kayvon, you got a couple questions. Go ahead. For you guys here, uh, yeah, I got two for you guys. Um, first of all, the Falcons, my Atlanta Falcons, they're plus one point five at home against Seahawks. Dan Quinn usually plays Seattle pretty well. The Falcons have played him well since Dan Quinn's been there. And then the second one, the over under on the Vikings game. Uh, usually, Green Bay Vikings. I feel like it's low scoring. Take the under, but but want to get your thoughts on both of those. All right, so let's start with the Seattle Seahawks. I think they're one of two teams that's very, very overrated coming into the season. Now, I love Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is not the problem. But take a look at some of the metrics when it comes to the Seahawks from last season. They were 10-2 and two in one-score games. Mm-hmm. Over a large enough sample size, that should be about a 500 record in one-score games. They were 10-2. and two. They're not going to be able to sustain that. They were an 11-win team that had a plus-7 scoring differential. That is insane. That's what an 8-8 eight eight team does, not what an 11-win team does. So I think there's some natural regression coming for Seattle. They're coming all the way across the country to take on an Atlanta Falcons team that's loaded with first-round draft picks all the way across the offense. Calvin Ridley, this is for my man Keyshawn. Let's talk a little wide receivers here. Julio Jones has a deep arsenal at Matt Ryan's disposal. Falcons catching points at home. Eh, look at how they closed out last season. They were 6-2 and two over their final eight. Dirk Cutter, it was his first year as the offensive coordinator. They got a lot stronger as the year went on. I would not lay the points with the Seattle Seahawks. If anything here, I'm taking the points with the home Atlanta Falcons. Number two to the Green Bay, Minnesota question. Daniil Hunter, the defensive end for the Minnesota Vikings, is going to be out for this game. Two very good defenses last year in Minnesota. Uh, top five in scoring defense, if I'm remembering correctly. But remember, no noise inside the dome for the Vikings. So it's going to be easier for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers to communicate. Wouldn't play the total in that game. But if I was inclined to do anything, I would play the over. I think both teams are going to get away with a lot of points in this one. He likes the Vikings to win the division. Josh in Key's old place, Los Angeles. You're on ESPN Radio. Go ahead. Josh up early. Yeah. Hey, guys. Uh, the game I'm looking at is baltimore and Cleveland, Ravens are minus mm-hmm. eight, but I'm leaning towards Cleveland, so I want to get your take on that. Thanks. 
All right, so what do we do with the Cleveland Browns this season? If they weren't called the Cleveland Browns, every metric out there, the roster, the coaching staff, all that would have you say to yourself, this team is primed to bounce back. They're absolutely primed to bounce back. But they're the Cleveland Browns. Seven head coaches, now that Kevin Stavansky's in the fold, seven head coaches since Jimmy Haslam took over the franchise in 2012. One playoff appearance, it was damn near 20 years ago. This team finds ways to lose football games, but it's eight points against the Ravens. You know the betting public is going to come in betting the Ravens on this one, so there's going to be no value there. The question is whether or not you want to get involved with the Cleveland Browns. I would do this. If you like the Ravens, six-point teaser. It's like a parlay. You need to pick two teams to win, but you have six points to influence the line. So you could take Baltimore, you could tease them from eight down to two. That means you only need to cover a two-point spread, but you still need one other team to complete the two-team teaser in order to win. I would take the Indianapolis Colts, tease them from eight down to two as well. So the Colts cover the two, the Ravens cover the two, and boom, you win your teaser. That is a little complicated, but we'll have you on every single week so we can learn some of these terms. And speaking of parlay, Raymond... Go ahead, real quick. Hang no, no, on, no, Raymond. No. Raymond, hang on. I, I, I wanted to ask you real quick about the Buccaneers and the Saints over under 48. <laughs> I had to ask myself. Jay, over here, bet. No, yeah, yeah. New Orleans. So what? Tampa, New Orleans. Right? Point yes. spread in that one's plummeting a little bit. You had New Orleans as a much bigger favorite, but it's come down to about three and a half. Look, everybody is going to love Brady and the Buccaneers, but he's 43 years old. Mike Evans is battling a little bit of a hamstring injury. We have not seen this team yet. COVID complications, everything else. How many workouts have they gotten in? Are they in sync when it comes to the offense? The problem with the New Orleans Saints, take a look at them in week one. Over the last how many years, it always goes over the total. I think it's five straight years they've gone over the total in week one, but they struggle coming out of the gates over the last six, seven years. They don't cover the spread. They don't win a lot of games. They beat Houston last year, but they didn't cover. I would say if you're doing anything there, yes, J-Will, that's the way to go. Happy birthday. You look great for 39. Play the over. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) I love it. Okay, last one. This one might be a little bit complicated because we're going into the parlay again. Raymond in California. Good morning. Welcome to ESPN Radio. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, I was thinking taking the uh, Saints, Cowboys, and uh, Steelers in a, a three-team parlay, and uh, I want to know what you thought about that. Hey, Joe, real quick, just explain what a parlay is real quick, just real quick. Multiple teams, you need all of them to win, bet a little to win a lot. Got it. Go ahead. What do you think on his specific ask? All right, so you're missing the value on the Steelers. They were about a three-and-a-half-point favorite at New York on Monday night. That's now up to six. But I, they were 8-8 eight and eight last year with Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph. <laughs> That's a great defense coming back. Roethlisberger is going to be at the helm. New coach in New York for the Giants with Joe Judge. It's going to be a learning process. If anything happens there, I lean to the Steelers. The other two were the Saints. Like I said, I worry about them in week ones. Not a not a great lean there either way. And number three was what? The Dallas Cowboys. I'll tell you what. Laying three on the road against the Rams. The Rams were 9-7 and seven last year. Everybody's writing them off because they went to the Super Bowl two years ago, but they didn't excite us last season. They were still 9-7. and seven. They're opening up a brand new building. They're now catching three at home. I love the home dog in that spot. So I'd be playing the Rams. If I had to do something, I'd lay it with the Steelers. I'm iffy on the Saints-Tampa Bay game. If anything, I might look to the over there, siding with Jay Will on that one. So Joe Fortenbaugh joined us on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line, brought to you by Shell V Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Check them out daily on the ESPN Daily Wager Show, our digital show bet, and you can hear them on the weekends game day on ESPN Radio. We will have you back here next Thursday. We're going to have a Thursday night game next week and all the way through. So for our listeners and for Joe, Thursday. 
to get your gambling advice. Joe, thanks Let's a get lot. get this money, Joe. Thank no you, No field goals in that Dallas game. Let's turn that $18.25 into $36.50 by next Thursday, boys. Good <laughs> luck. Right. Have a good one. <laughs> Thank you. That's a double Keyshawn J. Yeah, right. Zubin. Cheap, Keyshawn. Come on, man. No, I, $18.25. I gamble. I just figured, why not? Why not? Check out ESPN Audio at home by telling Alexa to play news from ESPN. Stuff, that was, he was great, great, man. We'll have him again next Thursday. Like I said, week two, another Thursday matchup. That'll be involving the Cleveland Browns, by the way. ESPN Audio at home brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. Drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out just how far an extra mile really goes from customization and service to financial assistance. Mercedes-Benz Vans are ready for anything. The NFL started free agency on time. The draft was a phenomenon on television, and now the season is actually starting here on opening night. How did we get here? The NFL's top insider, Adam Schefter, has all the answers. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. We can only hope for a Hollywood ending tonight. That movie, (laughs) Texans, Chiefs. Less than 12 hours away, fellas. Less than 12 hours. We'll probably be late first quarter here, ready to go tonight to kick off the NFL season. Last year, Jay, the NFL's 100th season. I think we can safely guarantee season 101 will be nothing like the previous century what, at all. What time is it in Kansas City right now? About 7? Yeah, seven? they're in the central time zone, so it's about 7 46 in Kansas City. Are, are right they now. allowing tailgating, but not really social distant That's tailgating? Because you're still allowing fans in. I'm curious, like, what what's the pregame environment and feel going to be like leading up to the game? They, I bet you, I bet you they they close the parking lots for uh, tailgating. They are actually. Tailgating is a college thing, but they are actually one of the best tailgating environments, as no, you know. Tail- so, yeah, that's, tail- I, that's why I asked. That's it, why I asked. Tailgating is a college thing, but NFL teams tailgate, too. Buffalo yeah. Bills is ridiculous. Yes. You see those tables getting smashed. <laughs> <laughs> 17,000 17, fans tonight, about 22% of capacity. The NFL world, the sports world, will be watching it. And so will, of course, the best insider in the NFL, Adam Schefter, joins us. He's the host of the Adam Schefter podcast. Bottom line, Adam. How did we get here? The NFL said we're starting September 10th, and boy, they were right. Amazing. Obviously, I think the NFL and the NFL Players Association deserve a tremendous amount of credit for being able to be in this position where we're kicking off the season tonight. If I had told you in March, April, May that the Texans and Chiefs would kick off the season on September 10th, I remember when the schedule came out thinking, well, that's nice that that came out, but that's not going to happen. I mean, no way. They're playing in a pandemic And they're going to be able to pull this off without people getting the virus over the summer. And yet here they are 
with the season kicking off tonight with two quarterbacks who signed a combined contract worth of $633 million, two of the brightest stars in all of sports, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson in Kansas City. Limited fans in attendance, but they will be there. The season will start on time. And again, it comes back to the NFL and the NFL Players Association doing such a great job of keeping this virus contained keeping it checked, and these football teams operating within their own virtual bubbles. They're not in a bubble like the NBA or NHL is, but there really hasn't been much activity outside of the football world that they're existing in all through training camp. Adam, do you expect any sort of protest tonight from the player side? They have been talking about some sort of joint statement joint action before. I don't know whether we'll see the players come out for the national anthem or not, Key, but I think that you're going to see all sorts of events like that this season. I think it's going to be coordinated, planned out by the players on both teams. I don't know what form it's going to take, other than I think it'll be a continuation of the movement that is underway in this country, and we'll see how both organizations and the teams this weekend decide to handle it. But there'll be something. There's no doubt about that. Shefty, take me inside the game tonight. Obviously, CEH, I call him Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, his debut tonight. What are your expectations for him this season? Well, let me start with a personal story there because basically earlier this summer, Lewis Riddick, the new Monday Night Football analyst, tweeted out that if he had the first overall pick in a fantasy draft, he would take Clyde Edwards-Hilaire with the number one overall pick. And sure enough, in our War Room League draft, 16-team ESPN league that we have with a bunch of colleagues at ESPN, Lewis Riddick got the number one overall pick. And he used it last night on exactly the player he said he would. He took Clyde Edwards-Alaire with the number one overall pick. Now, Lewis Riddick knows a lot of people in the Chiefs organization. So if he's going Clyde Edwards-Alaire at number one, that tells you that this guy should have a huge season. He should be in line to win the Offensive Rookie of the Year. Nobody knows how to make rookie running backs fit any better than Andy Reid. Go back to what Kareem Hunt did in the first game of his NFL career at New England when Kareem Hunt looked like Barry Sanders and Jim Brown combined. And now Clyde Edwards-Alaire, the first-round pick, goes tonight. And I remember before the draft this year, speaking to a few personnel men, a few coaches that I really respect. And again, I don't study a tremendous amount of college tape. But in the days leading up to the draft, the name that kept coming back to me from very smart people was Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And I had a team tell me, hey, we think we're going to take this guy in the first round. Now, they went a different direction. And then, sure enough, Andy Reid and the Chiefs take him in round one. Lewis anoints him this summer. He crowns him last night as the number one overall pick. And we all get to watch him tonight. Adam, what's the latest on the Kamara deal? Make sure I got that right. Alvin Kamara, yeah. Well, Key, basically, two days ago, had somebody tell me that the two sides were, in their words, quote-unquote, extremely close to a new deal. And I don't think anything has changed. I think they're on track to get this done, whether it's today or tomorrow, certainly before the season begins. But I still believe that that Camaro deal will get done by the time the season begins because, frankly, there's too much at stake for both sides not to get the deal done, right? We know where the numbers are going to be. They're not going to be at Christian McCaffrey level. They'll probably be above Joe Mixon level. And so Kamara has to have that security. You can't go into the year without a new contract when there's $12, $13 million a year, whatever the number is, being waived at you in a contract extension. So if they were close a couple of days ago, there's no reason to think that they won't get it done and figure it out now. 
I think they will. Let's stay in this wheelhouse about contracts, right? The Rams just signed Jalen Ramsey to a five-year, $105 million deal with $70-plus million guaranteed. Explain to me, how in the hell can the Rams keep doing this when they have Cooper Cup coming up, they have Robert Woods going to come up, and they just keep paying guys? Yeah. Well, Key, I don't know if anybody's told you the news yet, but Jalen Ramsey wants to buy your house and cars in L.A., so just (laughs) be on the lookout for that right now. Now, now that he could afford that. And we saw Jalen Ramsey house hunting on Hard Knocks. He could go buy whatever house he wants in L.A. with the first $100 million contract for a defensive back in NFL history. But the Rams, look, they've got a plan. And, you know, this is funny money in the NFL in some ways because with the cap, you, you can make it work however you want. Now, again, uh, it, it's hard to keep doing all these contracts, but they spread it out. Um, Jalen Ramsey's number actually lowered their cap situation for this year. And so I think what happens is you start getting into the year 2023 when the new NFL media rights deal kicks in. And I think the salary cap at that point in time is going to balloon up. Now, we know that next year that the overwhelming chances are it's going to go down, that the pandemic price will be paid next year. But these teams are figuring out ways to go around it. And, and it's not about the cap. You, you can do anything you want to make it work. It's about cash and what teams are willing to spend. And the Rams have been willing to spend. And they'll figure it out. They've got a plan. they got smart people there uh, manipulating the cap and figuring it out. And they're spending Stan Kroenke's money. And he's got a lot of it. No <laughs> doubt about it. Adam Schefter, the Adam Schefter podcast, the guest this week. The entire new Monday Night Football crew. You mentioned Lou Ooh. Riddick, Steve, Brian, and Lou. Adam, thank you so much. See you later today, Thanks, buddy. Guys, have a great day. Enjoy the start of the season. You got it. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless has the full court cell phone coverage you need. 45 bucks a month, unlimited, 25 gigs, then 2G, 50% less than the big carriers, only at Walmart. Savings may vary. Conditions apply. Boomer is next. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. 